0: you Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network i'm jay foster today we have got lots of things to talk about uh we have the draft uh the first round which happened last night uh the blue jackets made a trade yesterday so we're going to talk a little bit about that and also we have some other kind of housekeeping moves that jama kekalainen is is thinking about making so coming up first, I was on the Locked On Live uh, draft review show last night um, uh, with Kyle Demetrius and Chris Michelli. They did a great job, uh, so I'm just going to I'm just going to play the conversation I had with them last night about the Blue Jackets' first-round pick, uh, Igor Chinakov. So here we go.
1: Ah, uh, we have Jay Forster, Jay Forster. I'm locked on blue jockeys, and I feel like Chris and I should just clear out, clear out of the paint, um, and let you do your thing. <laughs>
2: uh, we 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 have like five minutes per host or per guest. I almost want to just let you go off for five minutes. So if you need this time, uh, you know well, I won't here. charge you. There's there's no you know fee for coming in and, and letting <laughs> anything off your chest. Take it away. Well, I mean.
0: I have so much research on Hendrix Lapierre that I'm just like, okay, cool. Well, that can just that can go out the window. Um, I will say, in like my one defense of Kekalainen, this is not the first time that he's gone kind of off the board. Um, You know, obviously it's not the same as when he drafted Dubois over Puliavi in 2018. Uh, But yeah, I have, I got nothing. I didn't even have this guy on <laughs> on my radar.
1: So Have I, you heard of this person before?
0: Yes. I um I kinda had a vague eye on him last draft in one of the later rounds. Um but I mean I didn't even know he was he was entering into this draft, I'm not gonna lie. Um hmm. but
1: <clears throat> you take, um, all time, I, take all the time, yeah. take all the pauses you need, man. We understand. Had, <clears throat> we've we've been there. Colorado was terrible up until three seconds ago. Um, San Jose is terrible. Currently, we get it.
2: Yeah, well, and, and it's it's a, a roller coaster for uh, Blue Jackets fans. I mean, they, early in the day, they picked up Max Domi in a trade. So I mean, were you feeling okay about that trade? Were you happy with that?
0: Um, I mean, no. so
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: he- like headwise, yes, like Domi, I think, has got a higher a higher ceiling than Anderson. Heart wise, I really loved Josh Anderson. I thought he got a bit of a, a bum deal this season. Obviously, uh, I talked about it a little bit on the on the podcast uh, last week. I think about you know how he was injured for most of this season, and that kind of really played into why he only had one goal this entire season when he was coming off a twenty seven goal season. Um, so, like, I get why we traded him, but I'm also like, I wish we could have kept him. Um, I think Domi's going to command more money, but
1: probably. Domi's probably looking also... at like seven million per year.
0: Yeah, I think six and a half, seven. Um, I wouldn't really be happy with with anything else. But apparently, we're buying out Alex Wemberg as well, so like, that's going to free up some some cap space. Uh, so, if he can if he can play that like that second line center spot, then you know. Great, because we don't we don't have a second line center at the minute. We barely have a third line center. Like we've been playing most of the season with Dubois as our first line, and then like Wenberg as a center, and then I think our other two centers were mostly Boone Jenner and Nick Foligno, both of which are actually left wings. So if we can hmm. have a second line center that can actually play like a top six role, then yeah, sure, go for it.
1: I I have an existential question. Is Yarmo Kakalinen now super close to being fired, or is he safe for a long time?
0: I think it really depends on how this season goes. I mean, like I said before, he is, he is famous for kind of, you know, quote-unquote galaxy braining his picks and just kind of doing what he wants. He,
2: uh... And has that worked out?
0: I mean, yeah, I would say so. Like, I mean, look at, again, Dubois, Puyavi. Dubois is the number one centre. Puyavi is, is back in Finland, I believe. Um, so, you know, if I don't think it's going to be anything like that. You know, I don't think this kid's going to turn up and be a superstar. But I wouldn't be surprised if he does better than better than people think. Like, Columbus is pretty good at picking up guys that no one thought was going to be any good and then turning them into, you know, a fairly serviceable fairly serviceable kind of mid round, uh, mid, mid six player.
2: So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't have anything. <laughs> I, I, have, I have nowhere <laughs> like to I'm go with to, this.
0: Trying to spin it as, as positively.
2: As I, and I appreciate because, that. Like... And and you should, I mean, this is your team. You you, you want to hold out hope and, and think that they're, they know something that we don't. Um, and maybe they do, who knows? But, uh, th- this, this was a definite shock. I, yeah. I just, I, I went to, you know, the, like the Elite Prospects website and I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling before <laughs> you got scrolling and, and, and I th- don't think I've gotten there yet. Um, but I, 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 like I said, you know, you put your trust in the guys that make th- these decisions and they clearly see something.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, Yamo has made very few decisions that I've like outright hated.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, I am willing to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt, but this one, uh, it's a, it's, a
2: tough,
0: it's a tough tough choice right, considering well. we didn't have a first rounder last year and then this year
1: we <laughs> picked you, up
2: this you, guy you do this you do yeah. this, so.
1: this this could this could hopefully it doesn't work out this way but hopefully it doesn't turn out where the second third and fourth round picks are all better than your first round pick because that's never a good yeah good time no to but <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> well at least you have tons of content for the next couple weeks because you can break this down I've got
0: weeks
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right well we'll let you go to go study uh, Igor uh, and see what's going on where can they find you Uh, so you can find
0: the lockdown podcast at LO underscore blue jackets you will find me at Jay the goalie uh, and I will not have a podcast up tonight probably because it's 3 a.m. for me right now but bright and early tomorrow morning I will no doubt have more yelling about how disappointed i am that we didn't
1: get lapierre all right we'll look forward to that everybody go check out locked on blue jackets for all your sad uh first round (laughs) i have a feeling
2: i have a feeling that's gonna make the top 10 next week people are gonna want to know uh who this guy is they're gonna be tuning into his show uh,
0: coming up in just a minute i've got more uh draft stuff to talk about but first let me tell you about roman you know talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, you know, we say things like, oh, you know, I've lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether uh, with excuses like, you know, I've had a long day at work or I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about. We've got real healthcare professionals who can prescribe real medication. It is simple, safe and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet, and getting started is just so easy. Go to getroman.com slash nhl and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. So once again, go to roman.com slash slash locked on NHL today, and if you're approved, you will get fifteen dollars off your first offer, of your first order of ED treatment. That is, get roman.com slash locked on NHL. From the best-selling authors of The Daily Stoic comes the ultimate Stoicism guide to success, resilience, and virtue. To accept what you cannot control and adapt to what you can. Sports teams across the country are applying this popular philosophy by using Stoicism's key idea. You control how you respond and play. You don't control what the refs and fans do or how the ball bounces. It's about what you did to adapt. Lives of the Stoics, The Art of Living, from Zeno to Marcus Aurelius, is available now wherever books are sold remember you can find me on twitter at J you can find this podcast on twitter at lo underscore bluejackets and you can email me if you have comments questions criticisms at locked at gmail.com tomorrow i'm going to be doing a mailbag so if you have any questions for that make sure you uh, at me on twitter or send me an email and i will see what i can do So the thing about Chinakov as a draft pick is he's kind of out there. Like, we know that. Um, But the other thing that's very interesting that I thought uh, and kind of came out a little bit after the draft was um, he's had an entire year to develop in the KHL. uh, The... Season pause means that Kachalynen and his scouts kind of had a lot of time to look at the European skaters uh, and kind of and rate them a lot more. Um, and Yarik Kachalynen said, you know, this was this was his in the top ten for him. He's really excited that he dropped to twenty-first. Um, and honestly, having a player that has had that extra year of development is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh I mean, you know, the um the famous example is Pavel Datsuk, who I believe was passed over twice in the draft and eventually got uh drafted in his third attempt in like the seventh round. Uh and I mean, you know, he turned into Pavel Datsuk, so, you know. Um I have faith in in Yamo. Um he has not yet done anything massive to say you know oh i'm worried about whether he has the team's best interests at heart or um whether he's kind of making a huge mistake um you know for the for the most part i've been pretty happy with with yamo's decisions in a lot of things um and as for chinakov um the khl actually put together a like a a highlight reel of him uh which you can find on their twitter um the kid has got a lot of upside i think um he's got a really good release um he is uh the problem with with chinakov is um questions in terms of his consistency um People are worried about, you know, he has one really, really great game and then he goes pointless for three and then he has another really really great game, you know, etc. etc. Um people are worried about his defensive play, um, but a lot of scouts seem to think that, you know, um he's kind of taken a big step forward in that department. Um He had uh, 69 points in 56 regular season games last year. Uh, And this year, I believe he had seven points in 12 games. Um, So, you know, if he can kind of keep keep up that kind of development, keep up that growth. Um, I know he has one year left on his contract with the KHL. So, you know, we're not even going to see him in in North America until at least the 21, 22 season. Uh, and, you know, maybe not even before then. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think that we might have not a game-changing piece but he could potentially be a really good kind of depth a depth player uh, a bottom six guy who can kind of be relied on to chip in offensively if not be outstanding defensively um, which is not the worst thing in the world um something else i want to talk about is uh well, in just a minute, we're going to talk about the Domi-Anderson trade, uh, which I have many, many, many thoughts about. Uh, but kind of tying into that, I want to talk about the Alexander Wenberg buyout, which is apparently happening. Um, I can't say I'm surprised by it. it I feel like it's kind of been a long time coming. Uh, he had a better season this season than last season, where I believe he only had one goal in the entirety of last season. Um, and you know, he's never been a goal scorer, but for whatever reason, um, he's just kind of never, never been as good as he was a few seasons ago. And I don't know if that's partially due to, um, the concussion he got in the playoffs a few years ago against Washington. Um, I don't know. Um, he is a very serviceable kind of third line centre, but the fact is we're paying him, you know, four and a half million dollars, give or take. And he's spending most of that time on the fourth line, which is not where you want him to be, you know. Um, And I think that was a big, a big drive in the Anderson-Domi trade, uh, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But, you know, now that we have someone who can ostensibly be that second line, center and that we can pay like a second line center it makes the wemberg contract look a lot a lot worse than it is uh so coming up in just a minute i am going to talk a little bit more about the anderson domi trade Uh, but first let me tell you about doordash like many of you i've been working from home for the past 200 and some days Uh, And, you know, between never-ending laundry cycles, incoming emails, I've got so much to do. So why don't you, like me, give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food that you're craving right now right to your door. Uh, It's super easy to order. You just open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Uh, we have over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, so no matter where you are, you can support your local go-tos, or you could choose from your favourite national restaurants, like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, and more importantly, many of your favourite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favourite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Uh DoorDash deliveries are contactless everywhere to keep the communities we operate in safe. Um, And, you know, if you don't want to go out for a meal or you can't go out for a meal, you know, DoorDash is perfect. Um, I know I got bored of cooking for myself about three weeks in. And so, you know, something like DoorDash is perfect. And it also gives you the opportunity to support, you know, the smaller local restaurants that might be struggling as they are still, you know, unable to open in some places. Uh, And right now, our listeners can get $5 off plus zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL, all one word. Don't forget, that's LOCKEDONNHL nhl for five dollars off your first order with doordash uh just a reminder we have a mailbag going on tomorrow uh if you email me at locked at gmail.com with your questions i will get to them in kind of the the last third of the show so you know questions about the draft about trades about, you know, if we're gonna move a goalie, which one should we move? Or should we really do the Liney Werensky trade that everyone keeps talking about, you know, things things like that. Just, you know, at me on Twitter or send me an email and I will get into those. Now, let's talk about the trade. Um I mentioned on on Lockdown Live last night, you know, in my head, I know that it's a good hockey trade. Um, I think Max Domi could do a lot more for the team than Josh Anderson could, um, if only because we have a lot of younger pieces that are kind of doing that Anderson-like role. Like, I think Eric Robinson could be could be kind of an Anderson-type player. He's not as physical, but he does have that size. He has the skill, uh, and he's, you know, fast as, fast as all hell. Yeah. Um, What we don't have is a second-line centre. You know, that's been the thing basically for most of the last two seasons is that we have Dubois, and then it's kind of a question mark below that. Uh, You know, I was hopeful that we might keep Duchesne and have kind of Dubois-Duchesne down the middle. That would have been fun, Um, but we couldn't keep him, and I think Max Domi could be potentially that second line center that we need um i was kind of playing around with the with the top six forwards that we have at the minute and um i think a uh, a second line of you know say texier and domi and nyquist could be really good um or you know you could put cam atkinson down there and keep the texier Dubois Bjorkstrand line together you know there's it just it gives us a lot more freedom in terms of that top six because we don't have to worry about you know who of Riley Nash or Alex Wernberg or Nick Foligno or Boone Jenner we put in that second line spot because as much as all of those players have their upsides it's not ideal um none of them are really true second line centers they're all perfectly serviceable um i wish nick Fellino was a little bit more kind of offensively minded considering we're paying him like five million dollars a year but that's fine um if max domi can kind of center that second line and also put up i think he put up 70 points a couple of seasons ago you know if he can do that again that would be just ideal um anderson i'm gonna miss Uh, You know, he was a a special kind of player. You don't see players like that very often. Um, People compare him to Tom Wilson a lot, which I hate. But, you know, dirty, dirty hits aside, it is that kind of that power forward that we don't see a lot in the league anymore. Because it seems to be either you are big and you hit a lot or you are small and fast and you score a lot of goals. You know, there isn't really room for, um, the, let's say that, you know, the, the Marian Hosa types, because to me, Marian Hosa was always like that true power forward. He was good in both ends. He, you know, he scored 30 goals more than once. Uh, and that kind of, to me seemed like the kind of player that we could have turned Josh Anderson into, um, whether he'll fit in in Montreal, I do not know. Uh, I hope so, for his sake. Um, I really want him to have, like, a bounce-back season, especially after this season, you know. He was hurt for basically all of it. It came out that he had a torn labrum and a fractured clavicle, and he'd been playing through that, which, like, is, A, stupid, uh, but also, B, like, that's that's got to suck that you're, like, you're trying really hard to succeed and, you know, your body just won't just won't let you so you know now that he's 100% ready to go I'm gonna be really interested to see what he does in a new team in a new system uh with uh two fully working shoulders uh you know fingers fingers crossed for him um other thing I wanted to talk about in regards to the Domi Anderson trade is salary cap uh I don't know how how much money Anderson is going to get, especially considering last season. People are generally thinking that Adomi's gonna make somewhere in the region of like six to seven um which I guess I'm fine with um I would personally prefer kind of on the lower end of you know five years at six million maybe um but the thing is. Whatever we're paying Domi, we should be paying Dubois more, and I don't know how much Dubois is going to get, um, because you know he's well within his rights to be paid like a first-line center, and a first-line center in this league should be able to command you know upwards of eight, nine, ten million. So, you know, it's it's a lot of money to tie up in two players if you're paying seventeen million dollars for your first and second-line center, um. It'll get a little bit easier um, in the next couple of seasons. Fellino's contract comes off the books. So obviously, if we buy out Wenberg, um, that'll help. And um, if Dub- uh, Dubinsky's contract comes off the books, so, you know, we, we do have some room to play. But I do worry that by signing both Dubois and Domi to these long-term $7 million-plus deals, that's it's going to hamstring us. A little bit later on uh i mean like look at nashville they're paying eight million dollars each for johansson and Duchesne, neither of which have kind of really played like an eight million dollar player so i'll be interested to see kind of how that contract negotiation shakes out whether he signs before dubois and you know how much the two players are kind of influenced by each other if that makes sense um and i think that's all the time we have for today so tomorrow like i said we have our mailbag um i'll talk about some more dra- uh, draft stuff uh, because by the time that's recording the second to seventh rounds will have been done hope you know maybe the jackets will have made some trades uh and if not we'll just have some fun with it so once again you can find me on twitter at jay the goalie you can find this podcast on twitter at LO underscore bluejackets, and I will see you tomorrow.